Welcome once again to the Lord of the Storm podcast. I'm your host, Dan Parr, and we are going through the New Testament chapter by chapter. So today is Matthew chapter 5, and this is one of those chapters where we could sit and unpack this and talk for hours, but uh, I'm not going to do that. There are plenty of good commentaries and articles that will do that for you uh, much better than I ever could. So I encourage you to check those out if you so desire. The intent here is to give you an opportunity to interact with Jesus as we read his word, and then I'll come back and tell you what stuck out to me the most after reading it. You may have something else that he speaks to you about, and that's awesome. So if you've got your Bible, let's go ahead and jump right into the text. Matthew 5. Seeing the crowds, Jesus went up on the mountain, and he sat down. His disciples came to him. He opened his mouth, and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called children of God. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and say all kinds of false evil things against you because of me. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for that is how they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its flavor, with what will it be salted? It is then good for nothing, except to be thrown out and trampled under men's feet. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill can't be hidden. Neither do you light a lamp and put it under a basket. But instead, you put it on a stand, and it shines to all who are in the house. Even so, let your light shine before men, so that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Don't think that I have come to destroy the law or the prophets. I didn't come to destroy but to fulfill them. For definitely I tell you, until heaven and earth pass away, not even the smallest letter or one tiny pen stroke will pass away from the law until all things are fulfilled. So whoever breaks one of these least commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever will do and teach them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness exceeds that of the teachers of the law and Pharisees, there is no way you will enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be in danger of the judgment. But I tell you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be in danger of the judgment. Whoever speaks harshly to his brother, saying, you idiot, will be in danger of the court. Whoever says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. So if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go your way. First, be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Come to agreement with your adversary quickly while you are with him on the way to court, before the prosecutor hands you over to the judge, and the judge hands you over to the officer, and you are thrown into prison. Most definitely, I tell you, you will not get out of there until you have paid the last penny of the fine. You have heard that it was said, Do not commit adultery. But I tell you that everyone who lusts after a woman in his heart 
has already committed adultery with her. If your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and throw it away. For it is better for you that one part of your body should perish than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better for you that one part of your body should perish than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that whoever divorces his wife, except in the case of adultery, makes her an adulteress. And whoever marries her when she is divorced, commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, you shall not break your promises, but keep your vows to the Lord. But I tell you, don't swear an oath at all, not by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is the footstool of his feet, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Don't swear by your head, for you can't make one hair white or black. But let your yes be yes, and your no be no. Anything more than this is of the evil one. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, don't resist an evil person. If he strikes you on your right cheek, turn to him the left cheek also. If anyone sues you to take away your shirt, let him have your coat also. Whoever forces you to go one mile, go two miles with him. Give to the one who asks of you, and don't turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, you are to love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. And pray for those who mistreat and persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun to rise on the evil and the good, and sends his rain on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Don't even the tax collectors do that? If you only greet your friends, what more do you do than others? Don't even the tax collectors do that? So, you are to be perfect, just as your Father in heaven is perfect. Okay, Matthew chapter 5. So, the first thing that grabbed my attention here is that everything is backwards. I wouldn't feel blessed if someone insults me or persecutes me because of Christ. Not that I've really had to deal with that at all, but if someone even honks their horn at me while I'm in traffic, I'm like, what? Did I do something wrong? Or is that guy just a moron? But when we're uh, persecuted for him, not just your everyday run-of-the-mill persecutions, but for him, Jesus tells us to be glad and rejoice. And I guess that's just one of those things that you keep in your mind when it does come. Yes, I'm being persecuted, but God will bless me for it. And the blessing that he gives will last for an eternity, whereas the persecution, while it may hurt, it's only temporary. And while there's, again, just so much in this chapter, I'll just go over one more thing that sticks out to me. God's seriousness about sin. I mean, when he says, pluck out your eye or cut off your hand, I know he's not being literal, but he's making a pretty bold statement to drive home the point. It's better to be blind and without a hand than to keep something in your life that's going to cause you to sin. So if there's anything that is a sin enabler, I'll call it, uh, in my life, then I've got to get rid of it. Because I know one day I'm going to stand before Jesus and see the nail scars in his hands as he reaches out to hug me, knowing that it's my sin that put them there. Okay, I'll stop there. But I trust the Lord is speaking to you as you take the time to go through his word. Let's pray. 
Father, thank you for your mercy, your love, your grace, your goodness. Lord, as I think about this passage that we've talked about just a little, um, I think about the blessings that come when it seems the exact opposite of what we are expecting. Um, Gladness from sadness, joy from persecution. It's backwards to us, but you are once again showing how you bless us despite what is going on in the natural. You are not bound by what's going on in the world. You operate on a completely different realm and give us the opportunity to see just a glimpse of that in times when we may be at our lowest. So thank you, Jesus, for the forgiveness of sins, uh, the eternal life that you offer to all who will repent and follow you. And I pray, Lord, that if there is anyone who doesn't know you that is listening to this right now, that they will turn to you and find the abundant life that you give. Uh, For those facing battles right now, Lord, be their strong defender. And go on the offense too, Lord, and help them to overcome whatever is pressing down against them. Help them to look at you, the mountain mover, instead of the mountain, because we know that when we fix our eyes on you, then our vision becomes right and we get to see where our help comes from, the maker of heaven and earth. And if you can make heaven and earth, Lord, then we know there's nothing that's too hard for you to do to help them out. So fix their eyes on you and bless them, I pray in Jesus' name. Okay, well, once again, I thank you for spending a few minutes with me as I go through the Word, and I invite you to come back tomorrow, and we'll do it all over again. God bless. Thanks.